Thanks, FarmDog97. When I'm not planning out my home tailgates for Big Ten football this fall, I'm Odell Bredham Jr. Guys, welcome back. Hey, it's good to be back, Brett, after a great week one. Uh, this is your boy Takes coming back for week two. Hopefully you win some more money. Uh, I feel like I didn't have uh, such a hot week, but Mitch back for uh, week two. Yeah, we kind of feel the same way. Could have done better. Uh, I'm back here, Sean, for week two. And this week we have our special guest, Davis, who's our Bacon Wire resident golf expert. Davis, welcome. Thank you. I'm so glad to be here. Uh, obviously a big week with the U.S. Open, and it uh, doesn't get any better than having college football in the NFL, so let's go. Absolutely. So, Davis, we had the first round of the U.S. Open. Uh, what were your observations? Uh, I was lucky enough to watch about – just about every single shot that they showed on TV today. And uh, uh, I was very surprised at how low the scores were. Uh, green seemed pretty receptive, which is not what we heard was going to happen. So obviously Justin Thomas shooting 65, he was my pick. Uh, two hole-in-ones, Patrick Reed and uh, Will Zalatoris. Uh, I'm hoping that it gets harder over the weekend. I love a hard golf tournament. So uh, we'll see what the USGA does, and I'm excited. Yeah, I was reading your article and saw that you picked out Justin Thomas, who's uh, he was one of my picks this week as well. Um, but going into the weekend, I really like Xander, Xander Shoffley. I think he's kind of he's always been on the precipice of winning a a major, and I really think that this is the type of tournament and setup that could be conducive to him uh, pulling that win off. Uh, so like, yeah, what I was agree. The- I bought- my bad. Uh, what, what was the big deal? Like I saw people, I saw golf Twitter, like freaking out all day about the course. And like, uh, I'm not a big golf guy. I pay attention when Tiger's doing well. Uh, what, what, I don't understand what the big deal about the course was. So the U S open is, uh, traditionally the hardest tournament in terms of the, the setup. So the fairways are really small. The rough is about five to six inches long, which is impossible to get your ball out of. But, uh, so people were expecting, you know, sc- scores to be over par. Uh, you know, everyone grinding for pars, not seeing very many birdies. But uh, today there were birdies everywhere. Obviously, we had a 65, a few 66s. So uh, I think people were thrown off by how low the scores were. Okay. But uh, what I heard was that since it's September and not June, like the U.S. Open normally is, there's less daylight and they don't want people taking all day hacking it around. So we could see the course get tougher as the weekend goes out. Okay. Thanks for that. Yeah, it's, it's interesting being, I mean, just maybe you're a little bit above your average golfer skill level, uh, kind of watching those guys just hack it out. I saw one shot Tiger Woods. He hit it in probably the first cut of grass, and he could advance the ball maybe 60 yards. So I'll be kind of looking for that going into the weekend. I think really iron play, that's always going to be crucial, especially at a U.S. Open, and the ability to hit fairways. So it's really the simple things, but – that's why I kind of like uh, Xander Shoffley. Yeah, I put some money on uh, Colin Marikawa because I thought it was going to be all irons, and he shot six over. And <laughs> going into it, I thought that was going to be a decent score for you know the tournament because I saw some videos of how tough it was. I think last month Justin Thomas shot like two over on the course with Tiger Woods, and he said it, it was like a tough course, but he was really excited to play. So I put money on him as well. But those are the two guys I thought were going to perform the best. But uh, Colin had a rough day one. I'm a, I'm a yeah. golf – like I said, I'm a golf casual. So, uh, we're, going, we're going with Tiger Woods. We're, 
he, he he's only was he plus three so he's like was that nine shot he's like nine shots back or something i think he's eight uh, it's eight no i didn't do math anyway um yeah no nah, uh i love tiger um, it's always exciting if he's like even close. So hopefully he can uh, pick up a few strokes tomorrow and make it interesting. Davis, what is your thoughts on Bryson DeChambeau? Uh, <laughs> he's a controversial figure. Uh, I think what he's doing is interesting. I, I actually am very excited to see. Was it? What did he shoot today? Two under? One under? I'm very excited to see uh, how his strategy of just hitting the the ball as far as humanly possible turns out for him, especially in the long term, because that's what Tiger used to do. And obviously Tiger's had all the back troubles, you know, and uh, something that I'm excited to see is after this week, Bryson is going to start testing 48 inch driver shafts, which are the longest possibly allowed that the normal shaft is about 44 inches. So four extra inches that, that could amp up the club head speed, you know, adds like 20, 30 yards. So, he already hits it pretty far, so we'll see what happens. Yeah, I'm about as much – I'm about – if Mitch says he's a casual, I'm more than a casual. So I went with Ricky Fowler because he's got the coolest hats. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so Ricky Fowler was my pick. I see he's at about what, what was he at? But one under right now. So, I mean, we're not, we're not too far off. We've got a ways to go, but we're not too far off. Do you still have the sick porn stash in the mullet? I hope so. I think he cut the mullet, but the, the stash is still there. <laughs> well, I guess we'll see this weekend if he can, any of our guys can pull it out. Hopefully we win some, some money here. So let's get into the meat of it. Takes, you were the high man last week. So I'll give the floor to you. And what are your, what are your top picks this week? Well, so I don't love the board as much as I did last week. So I'm not going to bet every game, but – uh, one of the first things that sticks out to me was the Rams. I think um, someone can check this for me, but I think they're getting plus one. Um, can someone yes. check that? But that's the, the last Eagles time I looked. I up. saw, I saw they were giving one. Giving one? Mm-hmm. Okay, so I'll stake Rams minus one. They're playing the Eagles. Um, the Eagles gave up eight sacks versus the Redskins last week. And in walks Aaron Donald. You know, they had that big win over the Cowboys, so I like them in that one. Um, I also like the Vikings plus three. I know they didn't have a great performance versus the Packers, but in walks the Colts. I don't think Phillip Rivers is as good as he used to be. I think the Vikings win outright, so I like them. Um, And then walking in, I love the Chiefs. They're going to the Chargers. And they're playing on the fastest turf. They made the play the fastest turf. So I imagine Tariq Hill just running all over them. Uh, they're getting minus eight and a half. Love it. Uh, App State, I know nothing about this team, but they always win games. And I tell Sean that you, you just bet on them. Um, so they're minus four and a half versus Marshall. Love it. And then one game that was scheduled randomly was Baylor-Houston. Uh, Crazy game. Uh, Baylor brings back all their offensive pieces, but it's and then they're playing Houston, so I like the four and a half. And then my absolute lock for the week is the Bills minus five and a half versus Miami. Uh, Miami 
didn't do anything versus the Patriots secondary. And then you have Tredavious White and the Bills are just as good. They're probably a little bit better on offense uh, with, you know, Moss and Singletary. And then you have Diggs, John Brown, Josh Allen, a lot of weapons on the offense. So they're my burnt bacon pick of the week. Guys, thoughts? Yeah, I, I, love- I really love your Vikings pick. That That's one of my – that's my lock of the week. I really just don't see – I mean, going in as three-point dogs, um, I would assume they would be favored in that game. So if you're going to be given points like that, I think you really have to jump all over that. And I know I love another one of your picks, which is uh, Kansas City. If you're going to put that team on the fastest turf in football against a depleted team, it's going to be an absolute nightmare for that defense. So I'm really excited to see that. Um, one pick I will add that I really think the listener should uh, kind of tune into is I'm going against my own rule, which is never bet for or against the Lions. I'm, oh, I would man. throw the money on the Packers <laughs> minus six. Yeah. That is going to be Aaron Rodgers. Like Mitch Trubisky looked like the second coming of Peyton Manning, and Aaron Rodgers is that man. So I, that's a that, bad man in Green Bay. That's a yeah. bad man. So I'm all in on the Packers minus six. Yeah, I'm gonna have to. I'm gonna agree with the App State pick. I know that me and Takes have talked a lot about App State, and all all they do in the Sun Belt is win. Um, so I'm gonna agree heavily with that App State pick. Um, they're probably my favorite team in the Sun Belt, and I watch a lot of Sun Belt because I'm just it's I'm, <laughs> a, I'm weird. Sicko. So <laughs> yeah, that's sick. <laughs> Yeah, I, I have to agree on that Vikings pick. I saw that line today that they were getting three, and I said, what's going I did, yeah, on? Yeah, I just didn't get it. The, the Colts just lost to Jacksonville, and I don't <laughs> think Jacksonville very, is very good. And the Vikings is just the team that everybody was picking to beat or to win the NFC North. And how are they going to be underdogs going to Indianapolis with Phillip Rivers, who throws like four picks a game? I, and they just lost Marlon Mack for the year. Yeah. Yeah. That's just a very interesting line. It's almost like – Vegas is teasing us a little bit there, um, yeah. but if I mean if they're throwing out the bait, I'm gonna take it. I'm I'm sure I'm gonna get burned, but um, that <laughs> line is just way too good to pass up. And then Mitch, last thoughts? week, yeah, Mitch, go ahead. No, I was just um, I was looking. Sorry, I was looking at stuff on the the Action Network, making sure all my numbers are right. But yeah, um, I don't understand. I don't understand how you think the – I know the Vikings didn't look great against the Packers, but, I mean, Aaron, I think Sean said it last week, Aaron Rodgers is going to look to make a statement uh, this season because of all the trash he got – like, that got talked against him last year. And I think he just came out and lit them up. So, I'm, you know, I'm feeling like uh, the Vikings aren't as bad as they looked last week and the Colts um, are struggling. Absolutely. That, uh, um, that Houston – Go ahead. Go Sorry, ahead. go ahead. That that Houston Baylor game that you had with the the Baylor laying the points. I actually like the under in that game. I mean, oh. teams haven't had very much time to practice. The line is sixty two and a half. It's it's Baylor's first season without Matt Rule. Uh, this game was actually only announced seven days ago, or seven days before this game. So gotta love, gotta love COVID. Yeah, right. So uh, I don't think Houston's very good either. Obviously, they have Dana Dana Holgerson in there. Uh, I just don't see them scoring that many points. Uh, new QB too for Houston. They were, I think uh, everyone was expecting King to be back, but then he transferred to Miami. So breaking in a new system as well. Yeah. 
Yeah, and the, the note that I'll add on that is this is going to be the third opening week game Baylor's prepared for. Baylor's prepared for their season opener. They prepared for their opener against La Tech, and it got canceled. And now they've got this game. So this is their third season opener. So how, how much does Baylor adjust to having to adjust to that schedule? Mm-hmm. That's wild. Yeah. One other college game I'm really intrigued by is Georgia Tech versus uh, UCF. Um, I took – I like Georgia Tech plus seven and a half in that game. Um, they were absolutely just dominant last week in their win. Um, so I'm really looking forward to seeing that game. I really, really do think that this Georgia Tech team is built to keep games close as well as uh, hit the unders. So my five for this week are – I kind of briefly mentioned earlier we have uh, the Packers who are favored by six. I like them. Uh, I'm agreeing with takes. I love the Vikings plus three. Uh, Georgia Tech plus seven and a half. That's that's almost free money in my mind. I love Louisville minus two point five. And then my last pick of the week, I'm going with the Denver Nuggets plus seven tomorrow night. Uh, the reasoning for that one is because the Lakers have lost the first game in each series. Um, Denver, they they're an interesting team. They go down three one in the first two series, but I think they really do match up well with the Lakers. No other team has been able to throw a big. Anthony Davis, like Jokic, can do. Um, and obviously, Jamal Murray, he's been a freak of nature. And you have our guy, uh, Gary Harris, who's a lockdown defender, who's going to cause definitely some problems on the perimeter for a team that likes to uh, move the ball quite around uh, around quite a bit. Oh, yeah. Are you, are you betting on Georgia Tech just because of their unit of a punter? Oh, my God. Oh, what a absolute freaking beauty. He was out there. I sw- he wasn't – I swear, he's, he wasn't wearing cleats. He was wearing tennis shoes. And he had no pads. He had, like, no pads on. He just had some shoulder pads. It didn't look like he was wearing anything on his legs. I'm pretty sure he was wearing athletic shorts. He's, like, 265. <laughs> he's just a I, I told Brett this earlier when I, I, I got a little peek at his picks. I'm taking Georgia Tech money line. I I'm, I just got a, I got a big feeling in Georgia Tech right now coming off that FSU game. Um, UCF, this is their first game of the season. Georgia Tech's got a game under their belt. I Can't. think weirder, weirder things have happened. Can't um, bet against my national champs. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. In my mind, Mackenzie Milton's still the quarterback for UCF. He's still eligible. Yeah, with he's the still there. Like, yeah. <laughs> if he ever makes it to the league, he's gonna be like Brandon Whedon, twenty-eight-year-old oh. rookie. Oh god. Not no, but I, I just really like watching Georgia Tech against Florida State last week. They look, they dominated that whole game. I don't know if that's more of a kind of a verdict against Florida State. I mean, that, that program's in just disarray. Uh, yeah, but I'd say Florida I really State like, sucks. Yeah, but, I mean, Georgia Tech, they just look like they haven't looked in maybe a decade. Yeah. So I'm really looking forward to seeing if they can continue that uh, trend this week. Um, so for one of my picks, I actually took the Lakers minus seven, uh, mostly because I feel like the Nuggets got to get down 3-1 and, uh, and before they can do anything. So uh, – and uh, I think – I just think, you know, you got LeBron James, Anthony Davis. Rondo actually looked really good um, uh, in the last series. He wasn't making too many stupid decisions. I feel like they didn't play J.R. Smith too much because he was – you know, he, 
you know, J.R. Smith, never seen a shot he doesn't like. So, um, they got Caruso, who thinks he looks he, – he looks like he belongs at the Y, but somehow he's on the NBA court with LeBron James. I don't really understand that one. But um, I, I just think the Lakers will – I think the Lakers will cover that seven. Um, and that – the under was over-unders at 212. I don't, I don't see that game. 211. 211? I don't – that's not getting – it's not getting to 211. I don't – at all um my other games i got cincinnati uh minus 33 and a half over austin p after austin p giving me my burnt bacon lock of the week last week uh getting absolutely waxed by pit um i'm not gonna pick them as my burnt bacon this week but they're gonna get waxed by cincinnati too uh i got the rams minus one um since you took uh Packers uh, minus six. I'll I'll say Packers over. Uh, like I think that game goes over. Um, I also think they cover the six points. Uh, the Lions defense looked god awful again last week. Uh, I, I mean, even in the beginning when they weren't giving up points because Mitch Trubisky was incompetent, they didn't look good, and then they just folded at the end. So I, I think Aaron Rodgers will just have a field there. Um, I have New Orleans um, covering their game at five and a half, assuming I, – I did these yesterday, so those lines might have moved a little bit, but they should be right around there. Um, and now I can't find it. Yeah, uh, Vegas doesn't really impress me at all. I, I have no faith in Derek Carr or in uh, Gruden or any, any of them. Um, so uh, I'll take New Orleans on the road. Um, yeah, they're a, they're a road favorite, so I, I'll I'll take them anyway. And then my burnt bacon pick of the week is going to be um, a little bit boring, but Clemson minus forty four and a half over the Citadel. <laughs> That's not boring. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, uh, yeah. I, I saw that and I was like, well, that's an easy dub. So minus yeah, minus forty four and a half the Citadel. I mean. Uh, Unless all the bets get canceled again because uh, because Clemson gets up by 50 in the first half and then they play short quarters and crap. That, that was so ridiculous. Yeah. Well, that's was that why that was the pick game. The that yeah. was the pick game, wasn't it? Yeah, they refunded my bets because <laughs> they went to 10-minute quarters. 10-minute quarters. Yeah. So. See, I, that's why I bet the under on that team because even if Clemson goes up 40-something in the first half and they roll out 10-minute quarters, they're going to shorten it. Oh yeah, so, you might. Yeah, they might not hit the over, but they're gonna cover the forty-four and a half. Like they're. Well, gonna, they, yeah, and my favorites <laughs> betting like Clemson, like first quarter, like they were like seven and a half favorites uh, versus Wake in the first quarter, and I was like, oh, they're gonna be up by like three touchdowns. I was gonna say, let me. I'll oh, check. I'll, I'll yeah. check. I'll check the ran, the the half lines. Um, uh, it doesn't have. Great idea. I'm writing that down. <laughs> it, it doesn't. It doesn't have any on uh, action report right now for like first half, second half, that kind of stuff. But yeah, keep an eye Clem- on that one. Clemson will lock that forty-five and a half easy. Yeah. Um, right before I start, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna agree with Mitch on the over in the Packers uh, Lions game. I think that that is. Just we've seen Matt Stafford and Aaron Rodgers go back and forth so many times. I think that that's just it. It, it just feels like that's going to happen again this year, um, with the Lions having a bad defense and the Packers. You know they didn't really slow down the Vikings that much. Um, so I'm going to start with my five right now. 
first up for me is I got, I got some obscure ones. We're going to go uh, La Tech plus five at Southern Mississippi um, start the weekend. You know, Southern Mississippi lost to South Alabama. They fired their head coach, and they're going against the La Tech team that was a 10-win team last season and brings back their starting running backs and starting wide receivers. So I think La Tech has the edge there. Next up, we got the under in the Navy two-lane game. Um, it's a noon kickoff. Navy can't be worse than they were last time. So I don't know how – if that game was at like 50-something points, under 48-and-a-half seems reasonable. And they've been practicing tackling. So, you know, that's, that's a good thing nowadays to do. Um, next up, I got the Dallas Cowboys minus four against Atlanta. Um, Atlanta was terrible against the Seahawks. Their defense just let them run wild. Um, I got some, I got some numbers here. Dak is 16 and six against teams that are above 500 and Atlanta is 14 to 22 against the spread off a loss. So I'm going to take Dallas minus the four on that pick. Um, last up, I've got the New York Giants plus five and a half against Chicago. I don't, I don't know how Chicago beats a team by five and a half points. The Lions just gifted them a win. I don't know how this line is five and a half points. Seriously, like the Lions defense died and then died again and gave Mitch Trubisky a game. So I'm going to take Daniel Jones because honestly, the, the Giants look better to me than the, than the Bears. Even though the Bears won, the Giants looked better against the Pittsburgh Steelers to me last weekend. Than the giant, uh, than the Bears did, and my burnt bacon pick of the week is the Wake Forest North Carolina State under the fifty-three and a half. Last year, short to bet the under, Sean. <laughs> last year, North Carolina State averaged sixteen point one points per game in ACC play. The under in their last twenty-nine games is twenty and nine, and the under in Wake Forest's last fourteen is ten and four. So that is my burnt bacon pick of the week. Wake Forest, NC State, under 53 and a half. The Giants fucking suck, Sean. Suck. The Bears suck too. They I know. They're, I know. They're not good, but <laughs> yeah. they're at home. And I know home home field isn't really as big this year as, uh, as most years. But, uh, no, the Giants are fucking god-awful, and they'll probably lose by seven just to oh, spite no, if there were fans in the game, this wouldn't be a play. Um, right. If there were fans there, there wouldn't be a thing. But I think that on a neutral, kind of a neutral court situation, I yeah. think the Giants with with five and a half points, and that five and a half line in the NFL is kind of like the dead zone yeah. where nobody knows what's going to happen. So I, I, I feel comfortable taking the Giants in that situation. I just hate the Giants. I mean, I love the Giants, <laughs> but I hate them. <laughs> All right, yeah, so my first pick of the week is, uh, I think this one's been touched on already, is the Bills giving five and a half at Miami. Uh, even though Miami's going to have some amount of fans at the game, it just doesn't matter. The, the Bills' defense is good. The Bills' offense is finding its stride. Uh, Fitzpatrick blows. Miami blows. Uh, I, I don't see any way that this game is even close. I, I don't. <laughs> Uh, and then another one I have, I don't think this one has been said yet, is New England and Seattle. I believe they're the Sunday night game. Over 44 and a half. Uh, last week, Russell Wilson in, in Atlanta 
completed 88.6% of his passes for 332 yards and four touchdowns. And I think he's good to do something like that again this week. I, I think he's getting off to a hot start. Obviously, uh, he has weapons. Uh, defenses are going to need time to figure out the, the Belichick-Newton uh, dynamic. I mean, what did he have, 15, 16 design runs last week? We've never seen that from the Patriots, obviously. Oh, it was a lot. So, uh, it was a lot, Bob. I, yeah, I, I laughed. I saw a stat. It was like Cam had like a 60 – had like 66 yards in the first half or whatever um, yeah. rushing, and that was the most uh, in, a sing, in a single game in Patriots history. Oh, wow. <laughs> yeah, that's good. <laughs> yeah. uh, another game I had was Jacksonville and Tennessee over 41 and a half. Uh, I mean, Jacksonville put up 27 last week uh, against the Colts, and I have a very hard time believing that Steven Gostowski is going to miss three more field goals and an extra point. I mean, that was that was something. Uh, still the other game. Of those. <laughs> the, the other game I have is obviously that Vikings plus three at Indianapolis. Uh, I just I don't get it. Um. And then, yeah, I had Houston and Baylor, that under. I mean, just all those dynamics happening of, you know, it's basically a surprise game. It's actually 11 a.m. their time. So who knows if they'll even go, like, they'll be ready. It might be sluggish. And then finally, my burnt bacon lock of the week. I'm going to get bold here. I already placed it. I mean, obviously, we're already in progress here. Justin Thomas is going to win the U.S. Open. <laughs> it's over. <laughs> and I'm, I'm going to look like a genius on my Bacon Wire article. Uh, major championship number two for Justin Thomas. <laughs> I love it. That's my burnt bacon lock of the week. There we go. Thank you. What, what odds did you get him at when he plays? Uh, I have 1,400. Okay. And then I have another one on uh, Will Zalatoris at plus 10,000 <laughs> just because, I don't know, I'm really hyped on him. And then I have I found a Webb Simpson top 40 at minus 210, and Webb Simpson's won a U.S. Open. He's been playing solid all year. So uh, we'll see how that one works out. So he just has a place in the top 40 and you and money? Yeah. That's yeah. amazing. <laughs> Thank That's you awesome. to the, the FanDuel Sportsbook at uh, Motor City. <laughs> Yeah, can't uh, can't wait to actually be until all these casinos can get online. Right, our yeah. stupid legislature would take their heads out of their asses and figure it out. The one game I'm surprised no one touched on was San Francisco. I just feel like they're minus seven versus the Jets, who suck. They have no, they're no Le'Veon Bell. I don't understand how they can score. I think Frank Gore is the running back for the Jets now. And it's, I don't even know who uh, Sam Darnold is going to throw the ball to. So maybe that's a bonus play. And uh, back to Davis's real quick. Uh, I love that. I, I, I love the Seattle play. Um, Russell Wilson uh, is one of my, one of my favorite quarterbacks to watch. Uh, like they're probably my third favorite NFL team. Like I like the giants then the lions and then like yeah. it, yeah, the Seahawks probably New helps. Jerseys they, are cool. Russell Wilson's cool. Yeah, it probably it also <laughs> helps that they beat up on the 49ers a lot. And as a Giants fan, I'm predisposed to hate the 49ers. So, yeah. One one small thing: a few years ago, they let Dave Matthews fly the flag on a Monday night, and I've seen Dave Matthews in concert 36 times. So uh, Seahawks are always good for me. I <laughs> <laughs> had to drop that in there. Oh Jesus! <laughs> well, that might be some type of record. 
Yeah. Sean, uh, you said you have <laughs> one more pick, then we'll yeah. sign off for the night. Yeah, I forgot to go. I forgot one because I forgot to flip the page over on my notes here. But Tulsa, <laughs> Oklahoma State, um, under uh, 66 and a half. Um, 20 teams that haven't – there's been 20 games where teams haven't played a game before the season starts. The under is 14 and 6 in those games. Um, so two teams that haven't played yet, 14 and 6 on the under. I'm taking it here, 66 and a half, Tulsa and Oklahoma State. Sean loves the under. Unders are, unders are forever. Any high total. Anyone brave enough to touch on the Raging Cajuns? Minus 15 and a half uh, against Georgia State? No. Okay. I was just curious. <laughs> <laughs> they fucked you last week. That's why you were around. Yeah, that's exactly why I didn't touch it. <laughs> he was so confident. <laughs> One more quick thing. Just look out for the football team at Arizona this week. The Washington football team plus seven. Just, just, just look out. I love their end zone art and their jersey. Like, I just hope they keep the Washington football team as their team name forever. It's awesome. it, it, look, it looks better than the Redskins, honestly. Whoa, 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 Sean. Let's edit that part out. End racism, Sean. End racism. The team right, formerly whatever. known as. Yes, Bro, edit yes. that part out. Redact it. So, Redact. Yeah. So, those are our picks for the week. I appreciate everybody for joining. Davis, thank you for joining as our celebrity guest picker of the week. Hopefully. Oh, thank you. Uh, yeah, so hopefully we, we win some money here and uh, – We'll be back next week. So, everybody, quick, go quick green. Quick plug. Quick go plug. Quick plug. Go quick plug. Oh, uh, plug. Will Hunter at, on Spartans wrote an amazing article for on BaconWire.com today about what we can look forward to in Mel Tucker's defense. Take a look at it. It's really, really good. Yeah, it is. Absolutely. Great article. Yeah. All right. Thanks, fellas. Yeah. Have a good night. Yes.